Welcome to the East Main Media Podcast, a series of conversations featuring leaders in a variety of subjects, including business, politics, media, and the arts. For more information, visit eastmainmedia.com forward slash podcast. Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting, bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. Now here's your host, Brian Brodor. And now part two of my conversation with North Jersey Chamber of Commerce President Michelle Vernuccio. You and I are sitting here having this conversation on the day that the tax bill is being passed, probably as we speak, literally. We've all heard lots of talk and different sides of, well, what's going to happen? And and we see doom and gloom and we see 4% growth and all this stuff. Um, But the talking points I'm hearing this morning are, well, we really don't know. (laughs) Let's wait. Let's just see what happens. And the economy is going to grow. I want to connect that perspective to the climate of small business. And as the president of the North Jersey Chamber, what is your outlook for next year and beyond? Do you feel that small businesses are optimistic? You know, you obviously have eyes on this as much or more than anyone else. What do you see out there? Do you see businesses struggling? Do you see them eager to grow? What help do they need? What do you, what's I definitely input? see businesses struggling, um, especially those involved in a real estate transaction. You know, they're, you know, more or less, you know, their own worker, right? They're not getting a, a compensated check every week. You know, basically they're working for their money. Um, do you mean, are you are you specifically mentioning people in the real estate industry? Yeah, or? I'm, yeah I'm just, yeah, using that as, a, as an example. Yeah. But what it comes back to is that when it comes to the political end of things, our vision as a chamber, you know, we we don't touch up on that. And not all chambers are that way. Correct. There are certainly in New Jersey, but beyond. And for our listeners' sake, there is the New Jersey State Chamber of Commerce. Correct. And then there are regional and local chambers. Uh, The North Jersey Chamber is a regional chamber because it covers different uh, multiple geographies. Um, But I know the NJCC is not being really political at all. There are other chambers who swing that political bat. Correct. And and I just to set that up. Yeah. So what I see and in my experience in organizing practices, just to go back. So when I did marketing for the dental practice, most dental practices have a coach. A dental coach, right? Mm -hmm. So what these dental coaches do is they basically teach a practice or teach an owner and a manager to run their practice like a machine in a sense where, you know, everyone's in communication, you know, happy wife, happy life. It's Mm -hmm. almost the same thing with a dental practice and the theory of, you know, keeping your staff morale, you know, high or keeping your staff happy everything else seems to settle into place. And so I had done like extensive, extensive research and schooling specifically on internal marketing, which is what small businesses tend to miss the boat on. You know, they think of marketing and they're thinking, you know, the web goes from networking to print ads and TV and radio and maybe a coupon in value pack or, you know, whatever the case is or an ad in the newspaper. But marketing goes beyond that. 
And the internal marketing is what is missed by small businesses where they need to structure and organize their business or their internal staff first. And that's all marketing. We just don't realize it, but it's all marketing. I mean, just like Walt Disney said, everything is marketing. Interesting. Give me an example. So if we have a team that is not structured where they don't know what their accountability is, they don't know what the goals are, maybe their CEO or their owner is not 100% there uh, mentally and maybe physically, uh, if there's no structure, there's no team building of any sort, your team is what needs to be strong in order for your business to be successful. So most small businesses miss the boat on that. So, you know, I like to bring things back to the basic is what is, you know, what's the stable datum of a business? You know, who are we? What is our vision? What is our mission? Making sure and not assuming that all of our team members know who we are, know what our services are, because that's all part of their own personal branding and being part of the team. And then it comes down to going back into internal marketing is that what is everyone's job task? Do they know what they're actually doing? Was there an orientation when, you know, a new hiree came aboard? You know, do they feel welcome? Do they feel part of the team? Brian, that's all marketing, Mm. you know? And I feel that small businesses miss the boat on that. You know, they're always focusing on numbers, 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 numbers. But the intention needs to be on the staff morale as well. You know, does your staff feel confident if they get a phone call and, you know, they have Joe Schmo from Tom's Towing calling about your services? Are they confident to know that they have the stable datum to recognize who they are in the services and who, you know, in full circle? Life is a mind game. Life is a game. And so it's important for small businesses to allow their teams to play the game. You know, throw in incentives, you know, having, you know, daily huddles, for example, making sure that the line of communication is there. And one of my favorite books that I tend to follow each day is The Four Agreements. One, be impeccable by your word. Two, do the best that you can. Three, don't assume and four, never take anything personally. And I live by those four agreements every day that help me to become successful and continue the success, not only for the chamber members, but for their small businesses individually. There's a lot there. That's a, there's a lot there. That's very interesting perspective. You know, now and I, I only did bits and pieces wow, of it. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, something that we talk about a lot internally, and we've cultivated an excellent team here, you know, um, Something we've talked a lot about is is what you just touched upon, that idea of like, well, there's numbers, right? The cold one plus one. And and then there is the staff, the human piece. And not only how we get along as a team, I'm speaking about my team, right? How we get along, but the pathway for each staff member and that they can see it, but that they embrace it too. Exactly. That they're not phoning it in essentially. And and that's a that's a death curse. Let me take a little bit of a left turn, and this is a little bit more nuts and bolts about chamber and and members at the chamber. Something we talk about on our podcast a lot is the fundamentals of every small business. This comes up a lot, you know, real the basics of accounting and, and how that connects to banking, how we all have to deal with insurance, whether it's health insurance or other, of course, business insurances. Um, 
legal advice and also having Correct. you know legal representation these pillars that are connected in there of course is sales and marketing is really that last one that's become a very wide ranging category of inside sales outside sales digital marketing in that whole world which of course you know very well tell me a little bit about the chamber membership and how those basic areas are reflected in the chamber membership just give me your thoughts on that our business leaders that we have that are part of the chamber are i can vouch for hashtag north jersey's finest business leaders <laughs> you know you know we do have amazing business professionals and this goes you know goes back to you know the type of chamber we are you know we're very welcoming you know we everyone educates each other about their services and and whatnot and so that's where the chamber is amazing in a sense where we allow these business leaders to host open houses and to host seminars and workshops because they understand for example you know we have an insurance person insurance person understands hey listen you know this is the direction of 2018 i need to get this information out to the members you know that education part as opposed to like closing a deal and so that's where you know, we as a chamber, we open the doors in allowing that opportunity for other business leaders to educate other chamber members about, you know, specific topics or things that we may have an interest in to help, you know, help us, you know, operate our businesses. Sure. Is there connectivity for the North Jersey Chamber outside of North Jersey? Do their businesses reach outside the North Jersey area? I guess, in other words, I'm asking this. From your perspective, are local businesses local? I mean, for example, I my business, I'm absolutely classic small business, and we do a lot of Jersey-centric, you know, tri-state area business, but we can service and do service clients, for example, on the West Coast or overseas Europe. So are there other businesses doing that? Is that an outlook for the membership of the North Jersey Chamber? Do you see people stretching out ge geographically? Yeah, I definitely see some businesses stretching out geographically because they're able to identify their niche. They're able to identify, well, what is it of our services that is the best service that we have to offer people? And so what's great about the small businesses is although, you know, they're, you know, they're labeled as small businesses, but they're still able to educate, you know, their target audience and help others in, you know, other parts of the state or other parts of the world. So I do see um, more and more of, you know, small businesses peeking into that direction, but keeping their small business audience as their small business audience because a lot of our members still do believe and understand the power of that one-on-one -on -one relationship building yeah. but they are peaking in uh different you know you know in those areas as well you know setting up skype meetings you know i mean you know there's so much in technology that's out there and you know the small 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 mom and pop business owner may not be open to it and that's okay um but I feel like it's something that once you delve into or you get into action, then it becomes comfortable. Sure. But I do see more of the marketing and the digital companies, uh, less obviously bankers, insurance, um, or even those involved in a real estate transaction, you know, that need, you know, their close is a physical person, um, definitely exploring out to different parts. 
We'll be right back to the conversation after this brief message from our sponsor. Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting, bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. Give me a little future vision. Tell me about what's coming up for 2018 and beyond and where you see the chamber going in your role with the chamber. I'm so excited. I could probably do cartwheels in this room. <laughs> and of course, um, I have that energy where I would love everything done yesterday. Uh, but um, I do have very powerful organizational skills. And I do see, as I mentioned earlier, this vision of raising membership from you know, 525 to 750 by the end of 2018. Mm. And it's a realistic goal because I believe in it. And it's a realistic goal because I know the opportunity that this chamber has to grow. And that's all well and said by the members that we have. So 2018 is a very exciting year for the chamber. Um, You know, we're looking to really taking that grow part of the chamber, right? We're here to grow, connect, and save, and driving in the direction where we want all of our business leaders to be the best that they can be in their own industry. So we're offering uh, many, many complimentary marketing and HR and fundraising uh, workshops to our chamber members, complimentary at no cost. Uh, We're looking to rebrand some of our programs and offering more opportunity. Uh, There's amazing revised sponsorship opportunity for our members. Again, we keep the membership at a low cost to help businesses maybe take those extra monies or whatnot and kind of delve into other marketing uh, sponsorships that allows them to be in front of these 500 plus members. Um, Another important thing that we're looking to do is bring back our ambassador team. You know, we have all these great new members and we have a goal to reach by the end of 2018. So we want our new members coming in to feel welcome and really understand the importance of a membership. So in building this ambassador team where it almost comes to be like a buddy system, you know, kind of leading them. Hey, listen, this is what you do at at an event. This is the type of event that we have. And in turn, it all is an even exchange because for an ambassador, It's a form of branding, you know? Oh, wow, this guy who's an insurance guy, he's great. You know, he's taught me everything or, you know, he's given me great tips on how I can network. And so, again, we're building that relationship. Again, we're connecting. So allowing those opportunities not only for new members coming in but for our existing members that are looking to build and brand on their own. Um, So, you know, those are some of the things. One more thing. I can't wait for this one. (laughs) So we have this great chamber. We have over 500 members or so. So we want to delve into joint venturing opportunities. So one of our future goals is to tap into industry power groups. For example? So all those involved in a real estate transaction, it would be a subgroup of the chamber within the chamber that works together in, you know, strategically planning joint venturing opportunities. So it's that 
that, you know, that one-on-one opportunity to network, but those involved in your industry. That makes you sense. Know, all so those for example, in, yeah. you know, a real estate, uh, say agent, for lack of a better term, agent, also legal, Perhaps finance, home inspector, home inspector, financing. Yeah. It could also maybe be, a, you know, contractors or and, contractors. Yeah. Exactly. All those involved in a, tr- a real estate transaction. That's interesting. Um, all those involved in healthcare, whether it's gyms or practitioners. Um, nowadays, you know, meal prepping is becoming to be so important. Mm. Um, so, you know, nutritionists or, you know, these meal prep companies that are looking to do uh, meal packaging and, you know, Mm. things of that nature. Um, Again, as I mentioned, gyms, um, anti-aging spas, Mm. all those involved in healthcare. Hey, now we're a subgroup of the chamber. How can we work together and put together a strategic plan to help each other grow? So I'll give you an example. It could be a massage therapist in conjunction with a spa. So a massage therapist can say, hey, listen, you know, let's put together a certain marketing plan where for every new client you receive, we'll give them a free one hour massage. And for the spa, hey, you know what? That's great. We don't offer massages, but you know what? For every VIP patient that we have or VIP customer that we have that spends over $150, you know, you know, they may get like, you know, um, a free reflexology or it could be some sort of sort of spa service so it's to really you know build upon businesses working together and again it becomes a self-branding to show the client that small businesses are working together and supporting each other that sounds like a survival tool for small business too that it's it's grouping together for strength in numbers oh absolutely absolutely and you know that's another niche that we're looking to get into because we you know at the end of the day we do want to see our small businesses become successful and any chamber should be a domino effect so Mm -hmm. you know our plan of action and our goals are all set on the branding of the chamber where then members can start hey you know what i'm doing this great joint venturing opportunity with this local chiropractor oh how'd you hear about well i'm part of the chamber right you know, or you know what? Can you believe it? I'm, I can't do dinner this weekend because you know what? I'm doing a trip up in Atlantic City with the chamber. Wait, your chamber does social events like that? And so it then becomes a domino effect mm. where, you know, membership grows and the members are happy. Yeah. Something you touched on just a moment ago, I heard pop out of the conversation, which was, you you will reach the 750 membership goal because you believe so, you know? Yeah. And that's a self-esteem thing. That's a core belief uh, empowerment piece. Where does that come from? That Not comes everyone from... has this, right? <laughs> Where does that come from? I can definitely say it comes from my experience in marketing, but also going back to what we spoke about earlier, you know, my roots, you know, this is the way I was brought up, you know, but, you know, for like you said, you know, not everyone has that. And so, you know, one special touch that I bring to the chamber is that I love to coach small businesses and show them that vision that it is doable. You know, you have to believe in who you are. You know, yesterday, uh, one of our members, C3 Workplace, mm-hmm. had Donna done, Miller, right? Donna Miller, yeah. we love Donna Miller. She had done a webinar on, 
you know, growth and, um, you know, strategic planning for 2018. And something that really stayed with me was that small business owners sometimes are afraid to raise or increase their pricing of services, you know? They think, oh, geez, who's really going to pay that? But it all starts on what you believe. You have to believe in your services. You have to believe you are worth Mm -hmm. it. Self-worth, you're right. Because if you don't, then the clients that you're receiving are not going to see the worth and the value. They might not even take you maybe as serious. For example, if you need to reach a deadline, oh, well, you know, I'm paying them $30 an hour, so to speak. You know, I really don't have to give it to them. So, you know, it all starts with us. You know, we have to understand and believe that if we have a goal, that it is realistic and there is a plan of action for it. Um, And the more we believe, you, you know, you're able to, you know, set that forth into the universe. And, you know, people will feel it. People people know when someone's confident and they're not. And, you know, it's sometimes in this world, actually, all the time, sometimes you have to fake it until you make it, right? Well, we've seen that a lot. Yes. I mean, as small business owners, uh, you know, we've all been through episodes where we've had to do that, you know, and going back to what you have said, um, something, you know, that stayed with me as well is, you know, you think about your family dynamic, you know, you know, do you have children that are going to college? Do you still have a mortgage, you know, um, and all those things. So, you know, taking our, you know, our personal balance and setting that reality of our work uh, reality or work goal, that's what you're working towards. You know, what are we all working towards? You know, is it is it financial? Is it to be happier? Is it to get married and have kids? Is it to build in relationships? Whatever the case is, that's what makes us all special. So it's very, very, very important that, you know, whatever we are giving out to the universe or whatever services that we are looking to promote through our businesses, that we believe in it. It's our stable datum. It's all very important. You know, as we sort of wrap up our conversation, uh, a theme that we've uh, encountered over the years, you know, in uh, meeting and interviewing lots of people is this idea of risk that we're all, as business owners, we're all confronted with risk. And we have to address what's the risk of every decision, risk of growth, risk of of not growing, all the factors of how that uh, matters to us. And, And that plays part of it. Our opinion is if you if you don't believe in yourself, if you have doubts, you will react differently to risk and that those things Absolutely. go hand in hand. And sometimes you got to stick your neck out. Yeah. And success often seems to come to people who have that self-belief is that stubbornness. Yeah. You know, it's about decision making and following. You know, I'm Sicilian. I have that in me. <laughs> But, that, you know, that's another topic for another time. In Absolutely. fact, you know, we might even, we've considered doing a series on that, you yeah. know, talking about that. Something I just want to add is that mm-hmm. now with social media and YouTube, we have such great coaches out there that are on the web. You know, we have our Seth Godwins. You know, we have our Simon Cynics. You know, we have our um, Eric Thompson. I mean... There's so many, you know, nowadays it's so available to Mm -hmm. us, you know, it's like just Googling someone and, you know, they have all these wonderful things to say and, you know, and how they're presenting themselves on social media. So I feel that the the tools are out there. Um, And again, it's just getting into action. What is the plan? 
you know, again, like you mentioned, we are, you know, afraid of failing, but we have to fail in order to succeed. It's true. It's one very powerful way to learn. So I'm going to ask you a question that I complete all my podcast interviews with, which is as the president of the North Jersey Chamber of Commerce, you're sitting in your office and your phone rings. You pick up your phone. You have a conversation. You hang up the phone. The person on the other end of the phone just helped you solve your biggest challenge, your biggest problem, your biggest concern for the chamber. What's the problem? What just got solved and who was it on the phone? It could be anyone. <laughs> what, tell me whatever, whomever, whatever, it's your choice. Oh, this is a toughie. You know, I kind of went through this scenario. I would say Brian Tangora was on the other line. And um, as a member of the chamber and a great support of who I am as a friend and a colleague of his, he said, you know what, Michelle, just bring it back to the basics. What is it in front of you that you're missing? You know, take your time and, you know, not everything's going to be done yesterday, but plan out your actions and just continue to do the best that you can. And on that note, we'll thank you for joining us. And we will see you at the next excellent event for the North Jersey Chamber. Uh, we're looking forward. Thank you. Today's podcast is brought to you by JLC Accounting, bookkeeping, accounting, tax preparation, and advisory. For more information, visit jlc-accounting.com. That's jlc-accounting.com. This has been a production of East Main Media. Hosted by Brian Brodeur. Special thanks to associate producer Morgan Taylor, audio engineer J.P. Conk, senior producer Kayla Galka. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a good rating. For more information, visit eastmainmedia.com. And thank you for listening. See you later.